Welcome to another edition of Alternative News brought to you by Romina Betsin from the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament produced at the community radio station 3CR. This morning I'm speaking with Pass for Journey from ACOS, Australian Council for Social Services. PASS is the Raise the Rate community organiser, working closely with uh, people on New Start, Now, Job Seeker and Job Keeper. Before this, PASS spent over five years coordinating Anti-Poverty Network South Australia, a grassroots campaigning organisation led by people directly affected by poverty and unemployment that advocated on a wide range of topics related to social security policy, included the inadequacy of allowances and pensions, cashless welfare, robo-debt welfare, Centrelink call waiting times and other issues. Pass, thank you so much for accepting our invitation and coming on Alternative News. Pass, can you please give us some background information on the Raise the Rate campaign and how is it going and who is involved? Sure. Yeah, well, the Raise the Rate campaign is a campaign that's been running for, for several years. The goal of the campaign is to win a permanent and substantial raise to job seeker payments, what used to be called a new start allowance, but since March has been called job seeker, the unemployment benefit. Now, I've never been easy being unemployed in Australia, but we've had one of the lowest unemployment payments out of any wealthy country. The old rate was $40 a day or about $280 a week, which is substantially below the poverty line. We know from people who are like unemployed that it is just impossible to live a decent, dignified life. There's a constant struggle to cover your rent and, and your bills and you know people telling us like, not only how hard it is to um, um, cover those expenses, but also uh, the cost of food the cost of medicines, all the expenses involved in studying and training like and looking for work, like being able to maintain a car and being able to pay for, for courses and you know, the cost of an internet and phone connection. It's, it's just not enough money. And, and actually, after years and years of work by many organizations across the country, particularly grassroots groups who are led by people who are unemployed and other people on, on welfare payments, We've gotten to a point where actually most of the country like agrees with us that, that our unemployment payment is way, way too low, that there needs substantial increase, that, that people can't um, look after their health and well-being when they're skipping meals and they're skipping medicines, and they definitely can't look for paid work if they can barely keep a roof over their head. The, the campaign has been steadily growing over the last few years. The really significant development that happened this year was as, as part of the government's response to coronavirus, they temporarily doubled job seeker. They, they introduced a $550 a fortnight supplement, which doubled the payment and for the first time ever lifted it slightly above on the poverty line. That supplement payment started at the end of April and is due to end at the end of um, September and our goal, of course, is to do everything we can um, to make sure that the job seeker payment doesn't fall back into poverty. Because, you know, we are, after all, in the biggest economic crisis we've faced in almost a century. We're expecting almost 2 million people um, to be unemployed by September. We know there are many people on JobKeeper who, when JobKeeper ends, 
will probably also end up unemployed. So, you know, we are facing a, a diabolical situation and we need a job seeker payment that's, that's going to ensure that, that all those people can live lives where they're not struggling to pay for food, where they're not struggling to, you know, pay their rent or their mortgage or other expenses. That's the goal of the campaign. One of the things that like, encourages us, like as I said, is that, you know, we've got public opinion on side. We have the support of almost 50 local governments across the country and many other uh, community organisations, health organisations, regional groups like the Country Women's Association, trade unions, even many of the business lobbies have come out and called for a raise to job seeker and, and youth allowance. And of course, the, the big moment coming up for us soon is next on Thursday when the government delivers its mini budget and we're expecting a major announcement there about job seekers. So we're pushing uh, very, very hard at the moment to put as much pressure on them as possible to make sure that job seeker stays above the uh, poverty rate. Recently, I've been attending your Raise the Rate campaign Zoom meetings. It's really encouraging to see so many participants that are keen to continue their fight not to go back to $40. For example, one of the participants said she's been struggling for seven years existing on New Start. She hasn't been to supermarkets for over seven years. She said we have to make sure to make the government realise that we are real humans and what we are going through is real. We can't go backwards, we must move forward. Another participant said it's also impossible even to uh, realise, and not many people uh, may know this, but she raised the issue of people seeking asylum. If they do get any support from government on status resolution support services, SRSS, is 89% of new start, which is $35 a day. So, yes, there has been an improvement, although it's still it's not enough, but it's better than $40 a day. I'm sure you are aware of media reports. The coalition party room is um, divided on the fate of job seeker. Yeah, that's, that's a big question. Um, I don't know what's happening on the inside, but uh, you are correct. Um, uh, like a number of, of government politicians have come out and called for a permanent raise um, to job seeker, have said that you know we can't go back to $40 a day. I mean, of course, like our challenge is that, you know, we not only want to raise, but we want a substantial raise. Um, job seeker has gone 26 years um, without a permanent raise. So it's, it's so low that even with the payment being doubled temporarily, it's only just above the uh, Henderson poverty line. So there's been some discussion in the media um, about a $75 a week raise that would lift job seeker not including the supplements which is currently due to end in September from 280 bucks a week to 355 bucks a week but let's be clear that's not a large enough raise that would still leave job seeker payment well below under the poverty line so we know that even if a raise a permanent raise is announced on Thursday that our work um, will have to continue and um, we'll need to keep pushing um, like until we have a payment that um, lifts everyone out of poverty where 
time like anyone who's unemployed or studying or training, like has a level of income where they're not skipping meals anymore, they're not skipping medicines, they're able to stay connected uh, to their community. They don't feel like they can't afford to visit family and friends. Obviously, it's, at the moment, I mean, in some parts of the country, I mean, people can't do um, physical activities because of coronavirus. But when this phase passes, you know, everyone um, should have the right to, to feel connected uh, to their world. No one, no one should feel like they can't afford to leave the house and visit people or get a coffee. So that's that's what we're fighting for. And we know that even if there's a permanent raise on Thursday, it probably won't be enough. So we'll need to um, pushing um, for a long time to come. I know that um, there's a huge number of people out there who like agree with us. And there's some really, really exciting developments happening at the grassroots level. New organizations forming and being led by people on the ground. And I think that's really like encouraging and puts us in a good position uh, to keep fighting for a very long time to come. Also, the other question I have is, um, uh, do you have a figure in mind that Raise the Rate community campaign will be happy with? Well, the, the Parliamentary Budget Office uh, um, like estimated that the poverty line for a single adult is roughly $500 a week which is not a huge amount of money. I mean, you can be on $500 a week and, and still be struggling, uh, depending on your housing costs and like other expenses in your life. If you've got you know, medical expenses or other, um, like other important things that you have to pay for. So if we take $500 a week as a poverty line, we know that job seeker payment by itself is only $280 a week. Job seeker with the supplement is $500. $60 a week. But as I said, um, the government at the moment is planning to end that supplement in September. So we, we really need a substantial raise, um, not 75, you know, like it has to be in the um, three digits. And what people on JobSeeker say is that um, they want to fight for, um, for everything they have now, but they don't want to go backwards. And we know that, you know, even on the current rate of JobSeeker, the doubled rate, only one and a half percent of rentals in Australia are affordable. So, you know, even on that higher rate, you know, it's still a real struggle for people to find affordable housing, particularly, of course, in the big cities like Melbourne and Sydney. But unlike anywhere in the country, it's really, really tough. So it's going to have to be a substantial increase. 75 um, definitely won't be like enough. If it's less than the poverty line, uh, we know there'll still be lots of people who'll be struggling with the cost of food and struggling with medical expenses and, and like housing and bills. It is unjustifiable for a wealthy country such as Australia to have people who are struggling financially. We have people on the street. They can't afford a roof over their head. They don't have enough to put food on their table. Yet, our government fined $270 billion to spend over the next 10 years on military expenditure. If they can afford to spend that much money on military expenditure, I'm sure, if they want to, they can find enough fund to pay for social services. That's right. And, and you're completely correct. And, and we can afford to do this. But you mentioned the the uh, defence spending that's just been announced, $270 billion over 
over 10 years, we know that there are you know some pretty straightforward ways that that we can cover the cost of ensuring that you know you know no one has to go about food or medicine. Over 700 Australian companies that pay no company tax. Uh, for many years now, people have been calling for those um, tax loopholes that like allow extremely profitable companies that make hundreds of millions or billions of dollars a year to start getting those companies to pay the tax um, that they owe. There's all sorts of money that we lose because of um, tax concessions for property investors. Uh, for example, the the negative gearing um, concession and the capital gains tax concession. This is money that's been given to the wealthiest people in the country. Likewise, um, superannuation concessions, which mostly go to people who are really, really well off, not um, not ordinary workers, but you know people who are going to be very, very comfortable in retirement to begin with. So you're completely right. Um, uh, we can afford to do this. In fact, we um, can't afford not to do this. But if we don't do this, our chances of, of recovering um, from this severe like economic crisis are are going to be reduced. Because, you know, we've got millions of people I won't have the money um, to shop because they'll barely have the money to uh, to pay their rent. So there really are no excuses. And of course, there's there's huge numbers of people right now who've on support altogether, like international students, migrant workers, like asylum seekers. As you said, they didn't get the the supplement. They're still struggling on you know not not forty bucks a day, but even less than that. So yeah. Our work isn't done until we ensure that those groups of people like also have access to a safety net where they can you know live decently and with dignity and that's a substantial group of people international students migrant workers like asylum seekers it's a like huge number of people there who've missed out thank you so much Pass, for coming on to alternative news you have given us valuable information and uh, CICD is one of the organisations that have signed the statement on Raise the Rate campaign. So we will continue to fight until we win the campaign. Pass, do you have anything else to add? Great. Thanks, Romina. And if people want to learn more about the campaign, we have a website, www.raisetherate.org.au, and we're also on Facebook, look for Raise the Race, and you can find out more that way. Thank you. Absolutely. You have a good morning, Romina. See you later. Bye. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to Alternative News. I'm Romina Betson. Looking forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.